News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Move over pegsayers. Those who brazenly and ostentatiously pretend they speak Irish are the most insidious foe of the Irish language. So says Frank Coughlin, writing in the Irish Independent this morning. Frank, cut on me cartless in a couple of fuckle. Uh, not much, I suppose. If uh, and good morning, Shane. Morning. If, if it's if it's um, if it's just that, and uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with Cooper Fucker, it's the pretense that goes among certainly a large cohort who think in some way this is a displaying the love of the language and be in some way reviving it, and it's neither really. You know, if if people are interested in the language, then they should uh, learn to speak it. Like, if people have, can spend four hours watching that panto on Sunday between Liverpool United or <laughs> binge, binge watch, you know, The Last of Us or Succession or, you know, buy bikes and cycle or whatever it might be, whatever their passion or hobby is. Uh, if you love the language and you love anything, like loving history, you study it. If you love Irish language, you learn to speak it. So it's, we've had this kind of... Uh, convenient myths since independence and, and Jolie, the great historian, picked it out very early on uh, how we got it so wrong from the 1920s on. And with that came a kind of a, this kind of um, sense that we can pretend to love, love the language, pretend to speak it. And, and the premise of the piece really was listening to uh, a couple of speaking lovely Irish over coffee outdoors one day and saying, you know, thinking to myself, isn't that beautiful? That's how it should be spoken. Uh, that's natural. They love it. And they made the uh, effort to learn it, and they're making the effort now to speak it fluently and uh, you know melodiously. Okay, so that was my point, basically. And and it's an instant piece. And look, it, you know, it's always good to be challenged. And I read the piece, and I went, actually, is Frank talking about me? I know you weren't thinking of me when you wrote no, the piece. No, but, I know. But, I heard but, you speak, and you speak well. Yeah. But but am I one of those people? Do I pay lip service to it and profess a love of the language without actually doing? Now I. You know, I try and do a bit, I, and I, I, I try and study it. But it's, I, I'll admit, Frank, it's hard. It's hard to do it. It's hard to give a, a half an hour to it each day, which I was trying to do. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've fallen by the wayside. Uh, is it not better to try and fail than not try at all, I suppose? Yeah, well, uh, maybe maybe you're, you're, I mean, I don't know your fluency or, or, or you know, your, your dedication to it. But, I mean, there, there, there probably is. There is a middle way, perhaps, you know. It's this, uh, the couple of the in, in the barest sense, which is thrown around during Shockman William. And, and, and more importantly, actually, this starts the census. I remember my father doing that for years. He never spoke Irish, but always ticked that box because he felt it was his patriotic duty. <laughs> and there is too much of that goes on. And uh, you, you never hear it spoken on the street. You never... Um, well, you don't ever do. But what about what about the you know small cases. acorns and and oak trees and all that? Like if you start with if, if if we start here in the cupola fuckle on, on on the streets, maybe it'll encourage other people and maybe it'll blossom into something else. Okay, okay but didn't we not plant these acorns in the nineteen twenties? You know, where are the oak trees? Uh, at this stage, we should be over that. Um, I, I think over over that uh, stage in our development with the language, really. Um, I, I'm not committed to the language, you know, I don't speak it, but it's the hypocrisy. It's not the speaking or not speaking, it's this pretense that we're reviving the language when we're clearly not. That's, that's, it will never be, a, a, it'll never be the language of commerce, we know that, but it should be quite easily the language of, uh, of cultural discourse at a level, certainly. And not just uh, cultural discourse when it comes to the very narrow kind of 
the Gaelic culture that was often associated with it uh, early on. Yeah. But in general terms, in the way that T.G. Catter does, for instance, and I mean, there are there are shoots, I know that T.G. Catter, um, the way John Creedon, uh, for instance, on place names, uh, his program on place names, book on place names, all that stuff is positive, and I find that very engaging. It's this, people turn out the Kupla Fuckle, the Kupla Times, and uh, trying to pretend or, uh, that the language is in some sort of a healthy state or is going from A to B, when I don't think it is really. Okay, all right. Frank Cockton, always good uh, to chat to you. You can read Frank's piece in the Irish Independent today. Uh, let us know what you think. 52106 at a cost of 30 cent or on our new WhatsApp number 087 1400 106. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.